Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you usually listen to me on Spotify and you've not been getting my latest episodes, click the Spotify link in the description so you can follow the updated podcast feed. Welcome friends to another r slash pro revenge video. Today we put a thieving X in their place. But first a story from Zesty Close Guard 214. My significant other was running a double life. My significant other had a double life. He had a girlfriend that thought she was in a full blown relationship when he practically lived with me. She thought I was getting in the way of their love story. So she contacted me to give me the what's up. For context, I knew nothing about her. Unfortunately, she was the side chick who believed that coming to his place for an hour or two once a week to give him sexual favors was a legit relationship. When she contacted me to try to tell me to stay away from her mans, I called him and he freaked out. I told him it was either her or me. He cried and pled and told me that he can't live without me. I made him dump her on the phone in front of me. I then turned around and dumped him. That was always 100% my plan. Would you guys agree that if somebody's going to go and do this double crossing, that there is no fixing that relationship, that they're probably never going to get better as far as being loyal, aka you should never take anybody that goes and does this back? Or do you think you actually can correct your ways after doing something so bold as that? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Fact Snack. Trash return to owner. A couple of years ago, a car stopped outside our house and dumped a box of trash on our lawn. My husband was furious. It contained stuff you aren't legally allowed to put out for the rubbish collection and usually have to pay to get rid of. We have a camera, but it didn't catch a very good picture. Luckily, the house across from us had a camera and gave the footage to my husband. It showed the guy getting out of his car, retrieving the box from his back seat, dumping it and taking off. We couldn't make out the plate number, but my husband knows cars and noticed a very small but unusual detail on the car. He checked out every car he saw in that make and model for weeks, still absolutely fuming. He refused to get rid of the rubbish, declaring he was going to find the guy and give it back to him. One day, as we were driving home on our way back from an event, he stopped the car dead and screamed, THAT'S THE JERK! He had spotted the car in a driveway in the next suburb over to us. 
He staked out the house for a few days to make sure the guy lived there and wasn't just visiting. And the next evening, he took the box of trash and left it on the bonnet of the guy's car. He says he giggled all the way home. Two days later, our camera caught the guy stopped in front of our house. He noticed the cameras and sped away. Yeah, he knew what he did. Honestly, I love this story of revenge. And honestly, it's what people who go and try to dump their crap off deserve. But even with like trash issues and dumping, I've seen some more graphic videos between arguments over stuff like that than I care to really get into detail about. I don't know if I'm just a wimp, but like, I don't know if I would be comfortable going back and dumbing it back at their house, worrying what kind of retaliation somebody who already didn't care about things enough to dump it on your lawn would do. Our next story is from Meet Me by the Beans. Don't mess with a papa bear. My father did this, but I feel like it's worthy to share. When my brother, four, and I, six, were little, we would always play in our yard. Where we lived, a lot of people just let their dogs run free. My brother and me loved this as we always got to see cute dogs. Our neighbor, however, had this poorly behaved Chesapeake Retriever that was terrible with mounting, and the dog would always knock my brother to the ground, pin him down, and go at it. I'm talking my brother would have scratches and bruises as this was a big dog. I'd have to run inside and get my dad, and my dad would have to get the dog off of him. My father would complain to the neighbor and tell him he needs to watch his dog or get a fence or something as it was coming onto our property and mounting my brother when with its size it could hurt him. The neighbor would always get mad and say, we'll have your darn kids play inside then. One day the neighbor decided he was going to cut one of his branches down from a tree. He went up a ladder and sat on the limb, started cutting. His ladder fell. Just so happens my dad was going out to the store and the neighbor yelled down for my dad to grab the ladder. My father smiled. How's it hanging? He said with a wave before getting in the car and leaving. The neighbor got a fence a month later. He spent all day in that tree. I think it would be hard for me to leave the neighbor stranded in the tree like that, but considering how they documented how much they don't really care about OP or their kids, it's hard to really blame Papa Bear. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. This next story is from CCS223. My ex sent me an apology after almost a year. I'm correcting it and sending it back. It was one of those half-hearted, gotta clear my conscience texts. He literally said he did not care if I just ignored it. He dumped me last year, right after I spent a month moving him and helping him get settled in a new city. I had cooked, cleaned, planned things to do, helped him figure out job problems, etc. for an entire month. Two weeks later, he calls me out of nowhere and breaks up with me. He treated me like crap after that. Emotionally dumping on me and treating me like a doormat. He treated me like crap during our relationship too, but he was super subtle about it. And after all that, he opens up his apology with... I'm not asking you to take me back. The arrogance and audacity. So, I'm editing his apology. Instead of, I'm sorry for how things went between us, he gets, I would like to apologize for how everything went down between us, but I will only say that and that alone because I still refuse to take accountability for my actions and acknowledge my role in hurting you. Instead of, you can ignore this if you want, he gets, feel free to ignore this because I don't really care about your feelings. I just felt like saying this to clear my own conscience, despite still taking zero responsibility for the harm I inflicted upon you. I wrote the whole thing like that. I'm ruminating on it to make sure I didn't miss anything. How kind of him to give me the opportunity for my petty revenge. 
A lot of people in the comments are pointing out that the ex just won't care. Like, they'll just disregard OP sending that back. But I don't think that's really the point that matters here. I think this is about OP clearing their conscience, right? If I were OP and you were basically given this platform to rewrite their apology and just kind of clear your mind, that's still a win. Our next story is from Not Evil, Just British. Insult my dog? Enjoy your slug-eaten garden. My sister and her husband are spending a lot of time in the hospital with my baby nephew, who has some health problems. So I've been dog-sitting Fred, my sister's 16-year-old dachshund. My neighbor saw me bringing Fred in for the first time and freaked. Wanted to know why I was bringing in strays. Said that we'd end up overrun if the other dogs found out. The crazy cow seems to think the twilight bark from 101 Dalmatians is a real thing. She tried to kick poor Fred. He growled because she was shouting at him, but he's so old his teeth are almost useless. He couldn't have bitten if he wanted to and she could see that, but she still kicked at him because she's evil. Even when I told her he's my sister's dog, she didn't apologize, just told me to keep his ugly face away from her garden and stomped off. I hate this woman. I can cope with her racist homophobia and all-around nastiness when I'm her target, but Fred is elderly and frightens easily. He's confused and he misses my sister. He deserves to be avenged. Confronting my crazy neighbor won't help. I've learned this through long experience. And so my petty revenge plan was born. I've had a few issues with slugs getting in my house, escaping the warm weather. I used to just put them near my compost heap. But now? Now I drop them onto her vegetable patch, along with any others I can find lurking. I've even set up some old pots in shady places to encourage them. I'm committed. Every evening she removes slugs from her veggies and gives them a good watering. And half an hour later, I drop several big fat slugs right over the fence, right on top of her lettuces. By morning, her lettuce looks like lace. She's losing her mind, shining torches into every nook and cranny, looking for slugs every night. She's setting up beer traps and eggshells and cursing all of mollusk kind. It's glorious to behold. I'm sorry, but who in their right mind would ever think a dachshund is a stray? That is like the least likely species to survive as a stray. And not even necessarily because they could make it in the wild, but because I feel like if anybody sees a stray dachshund, that thing is going to get adopted at some point. Our next story is from Blue Dream 207 I married my nightmare of a roommate's boyfriend. I had this roommate in college, we'll call her Jessica, and while living in the dorms, we were best friends. We spent most of our evenings together, and overall we had no problems. Just besties, you know? Well, fast forward two years, we weren't in the dorms anymore, and I was about to move in with my childhood best friend, her boyfriend, and we needed another roommate. I thought, great, I'll ask Jessica. So we're all living together, and at first it was great. She and I were still friends, hung out a lot, no problems. And then the small things started happening. She started using my makeup without asking, She'd invite me to a party, I'd get ready and sit out and wait for her and she'd forget and fall asleep without telling me. She would take my dab oil, etc. Then things got worse. She allowed her boyfriend to move in without asking us. She also basically stopped paying rent, almost getting us evicted four times, all the while bragging and showing off her expensive nails and spending money on alcohol and party drugs. She'd come in at like 4 in the morning and loudly do the dishes while we were asleep. 
I had 9am classes. She would constantly set off our fire alarms by blowing vape clouds right at the detectors, again in the middle of the night. Jessica was also a compulsive liar, especially to her mother and family who sent her money, which we almost never saw a penny of. We stopped hanging out, obviously, and I'd begun to despise her. Well, her boyfriend, who I initially hated, thinking he was freeloading and very annoying, ended up wanting to hang out with myself and my other roommates when we would have game nights. They weren't his biggest fans still, but we had a lot in common, so I warmed up. He would stay up and watch me play video games or watch shows while drinking. Nothing weird, we just became friends. Jessica hated that. She would come out at like 8pm and demand he came to bed with her, which he normally wouldn't. And when he did, they would get in a massive fights where she would accuse him of cheating with me. Ironically, she actually ended up cheating on him. I was there to comfort him and help him through the breakup. So we ended up hanging out more, which eventually became hooking up. And while yes, we were both attracted to each other at that point, we mostly started hooking up just to piss her off, and boy did it work. She was furious. We had to block her on just about everything because she would message him constantly and harass him about it. However, we caught feelings, started dating, got engaged, and now are happily married. Needless to say, Jessica wasn't all too happy for us, but I don't care because I couldn't be happier. I love him more than anything. What started as revenge hooking up turned into a wonderful relationship. At first I got slightly confused because OP said they moved in with their childhood best friend and their boyfriend, but I guess both of them never really featured in the story. It was all about Jessica being the third roommate to OP and their childhood best friend, and Jessica bringing in their boyfriend, and that's where the rest of the story took place. Must be fun though when they're meeting new people or relatives and they're asked, so how'd you guys meet? This next story is from BraveFox4711, well if I'm a freaking idiot, you can have someone else do your order. I work dispensing in Walmart, pretty whatever job aside from the occasional jerk. Today, a guy came up to me into my dispensing area while I was prepping an order, and since my other associates were on a break, I needed to do it quickly. All I did was literally tell this guy just to move his cart back like not even 5 feet. I literally told him like 7 times just to move back and that was literally all. Out of nowhere this guy just calls me a freaking idiot, so I go and dispense the order I was doing with a smile, because I was about to be very petty. When I got back, the cart was magically where I wanted it to be. That didn't change what I was going to do though. He asked if I was going to take his order, to which I said, If I'm such a freaking idiot, have someone else do your order. Knowing full well the other employee wasn't coming back for at least 45 minutes. So off to customer service he went and came back with a customer service manager after 20 minutes. The service manager asks if I'm the only one here right now. I say yes. They ask if anyone can do the order. I say I don't know. They then go and get two managers somehow and they spend literally like 30 more minutes finding someone to find this guy's order. From what I overheard, the guy at the back was having trouble finding his order. So that probably got him even more heated. After almost an hour, he finally gets his order and it's like a blender or some crap. He literally would have had to wait a maximum of 10 minutes if he had just been kind to me. I was honestly really surprised no manager talked to me after the fact. Or maybe they're just working on firing me right now. Either way, I was so proud of myself for finally standing up for myself. 
and not just letting customers walk all over me. Yeah, I know when you're working at a place like Walmart, you probably wouldn't be able to get away with that kind of behavior. But let's be real, if somebody treats you like that, I feel like it's justifiable, regardless of you being on the clock, to turn down giving them service because they're the ones being crazy jerks. Our next story is from Cowbell2819, I put kitty litter in a car's AC vent. A few years ago, I was riding my bike to school on a very cold day. A red jeep pulled beside me and dumped a bucket of water on me. I got the license plate number and decided to look for the car after class. After five minutes of looking, I find the jeep parked in his driveway. The driver looks at me with an oh crap face as I ride away. The next day, I took my cat's litter box, very full, and planned on dumping it on his hood. Luckily for me, the guy left his car unlocked, so I dumped the litter on his dash and in the heater and AC vents. Honestly, I don't really blame OP, but I hope for OP's sake that that guy doesn't have any, like, yard cams. You think a jerk like that would try to find OP and prosecute them? Our next story is from Interesting Airy 32 Petty revenge to ensure I won't be late for meetings again. Our office is on two floors, the meeting room slash break room slash kitchen, my desk, and one bathroom are on the second floor. I have an annoying coworker who is constantly bad-mouthing and gossiping about me and others instead of, you know, working. But he acts like he does all the work and nobody else does anything. Just a horrible brown-nosing blowhard. His desk is downstairs where there's four bathrooms. Since there's only five employees on the first floor, those bathrooms are not used much. The office used to be a doctor's office, so way more bathrooms than our business needed on the first floor. Just before the meeting each time, I would try to use the bathroom to find that the annoying co-worker was using it. It wouldn't be an issue, but he literally walks past three or four empty bathrooms on his way to use the one bathroom near me. So I'd have to go downstairs to use another one, retrace my steps to come back upstairs again, end up a couple of minutes late for the meeting, and get snark about it. Nice of you to join us. I got tired of that, so I set a timer to use the restroom for two minutes before I knew annoying coworker would use the restroom near my desk before meetings. He was predictable that way. So he would walk past three or four empty bathrooms to go upstairs to use the one near the meeting room and find it occupied every time. He never caught on that I was doing it on purpose. Was the guy's plan to just annoy OP or was it they wanted to lounge around and use the bathroom and pop out right there ready for the meeting? It would not surprise me if they chose that bathroom just to look at their phone for a little bit before going to the meeting right next door. Our next story is from OKPlum3072. Really, Karen? It's just rotisserie chicken. So there's a chain of supermarket that sells rotisserie chicken. Like the ones that a store starts with C and rhymes with Ozco. The chickens are usually $8.79, but there's times when the supermarket's near closing hour at 8 p.m., They close at 9pm, and the cooked items that are left, grilled ribs, rotisserie chicken, chicken wings, you know, the usual, are approximately 30% of their actual price. So that $8.79 chicken sells for $3. I entered the supermarket at 7.30pm and saw that there were some items and 6 full chickens on the display. I start shopping around since I hadn't eaten, I spend more time than I intended to, I was trying to decide whether if I really needed that item of choice or it was my stomach being a brat. I got to the cash register at 7.59pm and I asked the cashier if the chickens will be on sale. 
She tells me to wait while she speaks to her manager. He comes and he says, yes, we'll be putting them for $3. Just wait a little bit to confirm for the new price tags to be placed so you can pay. I paid for my items and the cashier tells me to wait near so she can call me up when the price tags are ready. A couple of elderly ladies that heard the conversation also asked if they can have one chicken. The manager who had already counted the chickens says, sure, there's six, so yes, one each. As I was waiting by, I started to make small chat with the security guard and he says, listen doc, I was wearing my scrubs and I'm kind of a regular. See that lady that just came in? I know her modus operandi. She comes in at this hour and when there's chicken left, she buys them all. So heads up. So I walk from the area I was waiting to go to the chickens and there's Karen, I kid you not. Karen haircut, white shirt with a company logo, blue jeans, heels, and that absolute Karen manicure.